Well, good day, everybody, and uh, welcome to it's the It's actually mono. good evening. Good evening, everyone. But it's good day for them. Maybe it's good morning for we them. don't know when they're listening. Welcome, hey, welcome to the Mono e Mono podcast. Yes. You killed my groove there, buddy. <laughs> well, I'm a party foul waiting to happen. Party foul waiting to happen. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Episode 25. We have uh, a number of topics on deck. Apologize that we uh, are, I'm sure there's people that have been very sad I hope you haven't been clutching your phone or device. I think they're angry. I, I thought I heard protesting. Angry, protesting in our um, releasing this on a Thursday, not our usual Monday. Wow. Pretty late for us. Yeah. Very late for us. Uh, it'll be a quick turnaround. Yeah, it'll be a very quick turnaround. You'll get this one. It'll be kind of like the uh, Thursday night, Thursday night, uh, you know, and the, then the weekend football that quickly. So. Weekend football, you'll get to listen to this. and then So a few topics on deck. I don't know. Let's do something different. Let's not tell people. No. Jump in there. I like a little bit of mystery. We're passing on the mystery. Yeah. Mystery. Or you can read We're the international show. men of mystery. Or you can read some of the show notes that we type in for you. We could. You know, if okay. those of you like to do that. If you like to read. Maybe you don't like to read, though, if you're listening to something like this. Mm, that's a fair point. I'm not big of a reader myself. But uh, again, we had a, had a couple different topics we covered today. And uh, actually, probably the most we've done in a long time, even for an hour and a half. So that's a pretty good time Rapid frame. Rapid fire think, topics. Yes, actually. And uh, yeah, actually, it's kind of one of the, I, I have to say, I will say this right now. I, I want to go out on a limb, but it's actually one of my favorites we've done. Ooh. Ooh, I know, right? I'm a very tough person to please. You just, uh, you just hit the, the, the bar high for the listeners, my friend. Well, what can I say? You know, I want to give them something to shoot for. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, so you got to get that boom set up. It'll... I mean, when you don't hit things and stuff, it uh, it doesn't pick it up. But your new sound card is so good, and your fancy computer, your fancy Mac, and your <laughs> my, fancy Mac, fancy, your fancy Mac, Mac, yeah, it sounds like E-Mac. a runway model, Mac or uh, E-Mac. something that would come from. Uh, it's like maybe not an Iman in um, the Muslim world, but an Mac. Maybe he's like second in command. Could be, yeah. or or you know, <laughs> totally. it could be. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, it sounds legit to me. There's the Emac and Imam, <laughs> so. Yeah, Iman. So, but we do listen. need to say we are now, yep. episode number twenty-five. Finally, and we're obviously coming in later than we're coming in hot, later than scheduled. Coming in hot, way later than usual, and the reason, the reason why everyone is, we had. Number one, we had serious recording issues, and I know why now, so I'll, I'll fill you in, fill everyone else in. So we had recording issues, and then you worked a crazy later shift, and the kids did, yes. one night yeah. were being shit faces with me by, you know, <laughs> you know, just not sleeping. As kids, kids do. As kids Hell, do. adults do that. <laughs> adults do, get in the way of things. So, so what happened on Sunday, the original day, we actually recorded, and then they just... We had a bombing nightmare of recording, and I should have I should have figured it out. But when I was even trying to watch some TV before we got to this, my TV was like going in and out and going in and out. And we have our TV's internet protocol, so it runs 
like the the new system runs the like piggybacks on the internet i guess and um because i work for the company i get emails when there's issues and there was not outages but big challenges in sort of our region and i should have known better and should have warned us or clued in and that's what it was so it was an internet connection issue by our service mm. provider service provider being my company oh sure mm-hmm. but everything's all good and you know what it was it's you know it's fine these things happen and oh yeah, yeah. absolutely so well. It's like so we're talking we about today. Sometimes life, life just does it, and we're just like, well, we'll wait. It's not that huge of a deal. Well, and it was <laughs> so interesting because, you know, we'll tell people that, you know, we basically were going to get into the topics that we talked about because I was enjoying, mm -hmm. I enjoyed the conversation on it, and we'll probably mm -hmm. be better about it today and mm -hmm. our thought process on some of it. But interestingly was, because I mentioned to you, it was at the time, election day here federally the next day, so you got a social studies one-on-one lesson in I Canadian did. parliamentary governing. Mm -hmm. And then we were going to do it that night. And here we are. And we know the results of the election for us. So if we want to, I don't know, you already, you already know now how things work. We texted about minority government and the pitfalls mm -hmm. or pros of that. But what, what, what do we, what do we want to cover? I mean, you know, it, you know all about it now. So. Well, I, I think probably it, it's just kind of important to do a kind of a brief, you know, w really what the difference is in, in talking yep. about a, 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 like what we would have as a general election and what you have up there. Um, we can probably just do a real brief skim, you know, as to what, you know, the difference between the two, which ours is pretty basic, right? It's, it's, we vote on everything, you know, um, including... You know, uh, including like sheriff, the the leader, you know, the police chief, and all that kind of stuff. But what we have here is we have the system where we, you know, the electoral college, which would be, you know, at California as an example, where it's I live, fifty whatever seats, right? It's fifty five. Yeah. So yeah. it's a it's a it's a really significant hit. So it, you know, and most of the time, you know, California is a is a democratic state, Democrat state. It almost always is. So totally. like New York is, and like Texas and, is typically a and, Republican and state, and Washington's state. typically right. yeah, correct. Oh, yeah, well, and the reason it, yeah. go no, go for it. Just oh, so fun, we have super. the electoral college, right? Yeah. So we we vote for our our, our you know representatives, but then the you know the representatives itself based on you know but but the individual voting so who whoever was as an example in the last election that hillary clinton won california so she so the the so she gets all know, 55 the, votes all 55 of those go they all go into the basket it's not like a split percentage right so that's that's why the, the whole electoral college thing was always important because states like california and and, and new york can literally you know, if you went the straight popular vote only, you, you, the whole point with the electoral college is giving these smaller states the ability to technically gang up and not be overtaken by basically two states every every time, because that's what would happen with California, and New York, with those votes going consistently there for the past thirty years. If you took the electoral college out, it would always be Democrat because of the sheer numbers. Well, so that's theoretically. I mean, so. But the whole yeah. point of the electoral college was giving states at least some, even smaller states, some impact, you know, so. 
Yeah, so the whole and, point, and, like, and what you, Trump and, would be able to win is to is to is to gain enough of those small states over time to be able to totally. defeat losing a California, right? So that's the concept of it. So yeah, yeah. And, so that's and, how we do ours goes. Yeah, so. and, and of course, then the parliamentary system is mm-hmm. you know, you you vote in a party, and then the party already has a, an established leader, and right. that's who that's why it's prime minister. So there's a ministry and cabinet, you know, that's you know, formed when the government is formed and, you know, I, I vote in, you know, whomever I vote in, in my, Mm -hmm. in my riding, they go, they go to parliament to represent, you know, that party. Mm -hmm. And so the funny thing is in some sort of ways, there's a similarity there that, you know, the, because the, the other thing too is, um, the popular vote is not equivalent to, Mm -hmm. um, seats in the uh in, right. in parliament as well so that is very yeah that correct so you, that's you, very similar on to our side you yes. can lose the popular vote but foreign right. government right well and ours was the same you you can lose the popular vote and still win which is what trump did yeah. and but again that's a very very rare cases it's only happened like i think i did the math when when trump won and people were yelling about it i'm like well time out you're not going to change a system that only four percent of the time or six percent of the time of all the elected presidents in the united states only four to five percent have ever been elected yeah losing and, that vote and, so and, you're and, not going to change a system that's 95 percent generally one way so you because you didn't get the other five percent you want to change the system i mean it's just well, stupid. The, the, well <laughs> so. it should change the system but that's the wrong argument to make mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It, it's you know the 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 argument to make to change the electoral college system shouldn't be about popular vote or not. Mm-hmm. If you're going to, if you're going to make an argument, the, the reason the electoral college exists is not because it's sort of what you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, but in a way, it's not because for today, because the electoral college was at one time also put into place so that. Um, it was about rural voter, voters weren't able to get out and vote as easily sure. or right. as, as well get information about mm-hmm. um, uh, everything the can, about the candidates as well. Right. Now, sure. you know, you could, you know, rural voters get out just as easily as urban voters and have absolutely the same access to information as everyone else does. So, you know, y- your, your system needs some, and also... One of the other ones that really drives me nuts, and it is such a. And we don't. We we fortunately don't see it here, um, although it could be done here. Is gerrymandering? And man, mm-hmm. when you see some of the redrawn districts, you're like, like it is the the corruption behind gerrymandering is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's on. It's well, I'm, unbelievable. I'm, I'm one of those people that like everything in life. I look at it and say, okay, you know, regardless of why things were implemented, the system isn't failing. And the reason I say that is because 95% of the time, the person who wins the popular vote wins the presidency through the electoral college. So it is not very common but that's to, not what to, I'm, to, but right. I'm not. But I'm not making right. Right, But I'm not making. No, no, I understand that. But what I right? No, but I'm saying is, regardless of what arguments, there's no. To me, when you have a system that 95 percent of the time is getting both of those things on its side, it's. It, I'm not saying you're saying it is, but it's not broken. 
I mean, it's a, it's a, you take but that it, in any, but, anything but, but that but you also, do. But it, it is broken, and I'll tell you why I think it's broken. So I think it's broken, and I've heard this argument made before, and I agree with it, is because when you look at the way that the campaigning occurs, it, 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 and there's many things about campaign reform and election reform in the U.S. Sure. Here as well, but we're talking about the U.S. Mm-hmm. one that need to occur, and you know, this is not an issue on its own, um, is that when you look at where they'll start campaigning, they only campaign in the battleground states because that's the only ones that really matter. Like, True. Even Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. uh, well, especially Hillary Clinton, but Trump, he didn't even basically come to California. What's the point? There's no point. Oh, yeah, there would be no point for him. But he did go to places that traditionally a lot of Republicans didn't go before. Sure. But that's smaller ones. But, but again, right, I'm saying, correct. you know, but where right. are the known battleground places? But here's the problem with that is, if you're going to say he's, rep- you know, a leader is representative of the entire country and should be wherever the country is, no matter whether he represents the, or she represents the, like, a, Rep- a Republican doesn't represent the democratic views of california that much mm-hmm. but that's where the bulk you can say the 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 biggest population um, um concentration is in the united states so they should be there campaigning and speaking to their constituents you know president and vice versa whomever that is mm-hmm. you know i just use that right. as an example because it's the biggest one so it's an easy you know just like texas is probably the next largest or ne- new york or whatever. new york is, well, is, the, te- is well, the second say, right? well let's say texas is the largest Republican in chicago con- concentration yeah, right. right so you know democrats spend no time there well why because but they should and that's and that's the problem right they would they'd be forced to if the electoral college didn't exist republicans would be forced to go to california more often and mm-hmm. You would see Democrats would be forced to go to Texas more often. Let's not get into electoral college reform. Well, no, no, I, I agree, and I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not saying right. I'm not saying it's, it's, it's not. What I'm saying is, is that I, I personally don't want California deciding my election every year because I live in the state and I don't agree with how the state is run. So I don't necessarily agree with a state with such a large population having that much influence to where. When you take them out of the like, if you did it the other way, California and New York alone sure. rules the elections. So, agree uh, from a concept standpoint, I want the ability to other states to be able to come together and possibly overcome it. What I'm saying is it generally doesn't. <laughs> so yeah, what I'm and, saying and is, the, is that yeah, there's, right? There's, so there's both sides to that, though. Sure. Because the, sure. then you could say, well, if the policies are generally uh okay if the if the government okay if we would get really down to the super basic idea the sure. democratic government right a democracy is supposed to we're also uh, not really a democracy we're a republic so i'm just be, saying we're not be, a true democracy like we say it but it's I, so okay. yeah anyway. same, same same thing for us but sure you know, again, sure understandable yeah so <clears throat> just going in the fact that it is a, we we are generally speaking the closest thing to the true of definition of what a democracy just going on that example Mm -hmm. sure of course then then it should be that the majority of the people in the country um should be deciding does that that and if that happens to be of concentrations in certain area i mean there's ways to try to fix that sure but you know i guess i guess there's just the argument that they say the side that says well why should the bulk of the population not get what they want like that's well, the bulk of the population gets what they want ninety five percent of the time in our elections. So what I'm saying is, what's the problem with five percent? That's all I'm. That's my only argument. No, it's with it. it's well, not that. Yeah, it's well, it's not, it is. It's not quite that's that a fact. 
it, it is. 95% of our elections that we've had here have ended with the same with the party that won the presidency won the both the electoral college and the popular vote. So 95% of the time the majority of the country was spoken for. So all I'm saying is a system that works 95% of the time so you know inherently is not flawed for 5%. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, I mean if it was 50-50 or 51 or 60-40, yeah, I could say you've got a lot of problems here, but what I'm saying is is that you know, because as an example, it's only this now because okay, Hillary didn't win as an example, right? I mean, you you're not making that argument with me because you know you're not talking about sides. I'm just saying that people were screaming over the high heaven about it, and I kept telling people, so, listen, okay, so the system so, worked ninety five percent of the time. Stop complaining. Yeah, but you're using <laughs> I mean, in, the entire history of the electoral college. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the last six elections, four have been decided. Not with the popular vote. Is that correct? I'm, I'm trying to. It's remember. only been. I think it's three. No, not the last. Not the last three in a row. Because la- it was. I'm talking the last six. So no, it was. Um, it was Trump, and then it was uh, GW. Yeah. And then the one there was. Th- it's only happened actually three times, and the third one was. I, maybe was it Bush Senior? I don't. Think, I can't remember. I know so it was three because I looked up the stats. Here's just where. So let's make a. Let's just stay on the last point for a second, and then move. Mm-hmm, sure, move. of course, we'll move on. Here's my point. Recent history is far more important than long history. In this particular argument, from my opinion, and the reason why is you have to look at what's recently happening because of dramatic changes in certain things. For example. When the Electoral College came into being 200 years ago, things were drastically different in population concentration, demographic, who could even vote, all these sort of things. So comparing, you know, a, a, and counting percentage of what happened in, in, in when it really needed to be in place is very different than the last 20 or 25 years. And I think that when you start to look at the percentage of them occurring in the last recent history, let's say 30 years, just mm-hmm. it, even if it happens 10 or 15%, that's way too much. So, But w- way too much, why? Because of a failure of the system? Because yes. we didn't allow, uh, as an example, California, who has probably the most flightiest people that run it, run the country. That's not, that's not the point. That, so, that's the whole, that so, my, my whole point with it in general is, is that I'm not going to dismiss history just because of the last 30 years. I'm going to look at the sum so total. I would absolutely dismiss t- t- history right. 200 years ago. I would. I wouldn't. Why would you? Because it was. So it never happened. Or so, it's not relevant because we're not the same as we were 200 years ago. Because you're, because it. I got to be honest with you. I'm actually glad because if this is where we're headed, I wish we were like 200 years ago with that. So, well, obviously without so, slavery. So clearly. no, because 200 years ago. <laughs> There's so many things that were so drastically different in the makeup of the U.S., Canada, the same, so drastically different. Comparing why people vote, how they vote, um, all the because like there's so many things that are different. It's not even the same country. Like you have to be honest. Like the concentration. Oh sure, of, I, I I don't disagree. I don't so disagree you, with so, that so whatsoever. So you can't bring in what was going on with the electoral college then and say and compare apples to apples today. You can't. You can't. Well, I can also I can also fairly say that there is a large segment of this world that thinks there's more than two genders. And to be fair, yeah, the, yeah, well, I on. I don't want you running my country. <laughs> <laughs> because you think of that. But, that, but you and I so, know, both know that sure, even that's bringing that really into the argument is not relevant because that's a well, tiny percentage of people that actually don't have power. Right. Well, and, and unfortunately, there's a large part of the people here in California that believe that, and they do have a lot of power because of those 55 but votes. There's, but there's no. So I'm just saying there is. 
No, but here's the th- okay. Yeah, let's move on. Sure. Let's make that a topic for now. That was day. fun, though. I mean, it's to, look. It's to, I'm just my my simple concept is is when is and and I know your what you said made sense in terms of you know more recent history is a little more accurate depiction. So let's say it happens again the next time around the same thing. Then I think you could say okay, the last two elections specifically now that's definitely out of the abnormality. I still view it as an abnormality. Now, as we get farther on, if it happened again, I think you have an absolute valid point that, okay, this now we're probably heading out of the abnormality right. stage. So that's fair. Absolutely. I'll get, I will 100% <laughs> say with that that's fair for, for that for that point of view. There so, you yeah. go. Sure. See? <laughs> See, I, can't, I, I can be r- rational about my, my, uh, my, my somewhat political talks every once in a while. <laughs> that's fair. It's very fair. I just, I just kind of look at things in a very broad spectrum, too, as well. So... When you, what do you mean by broad though? Like, I, I just mean I look I, I don't I don't look as things so deeply down into individual specific things. I look at like I said I break it down from okay what's the percentages? I look at okay if you got a system well, that and, generally and again, works that's that's I, what I mean by that. Just kind of you yeah, know I just, large I just think view. I just I just think that you need to pull from sample that is relevant. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, but, that's not unfair. That's yeah, not unfair. Right? Because I, I gen- just genuinely don't think that what happened in eighteen hundred is relevant. To what's happening in two thousand? You know, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying people got butthurt over the last four years, so they make a big deal out of it. And it's like you didn't care before. I mean, you didn't really scream when George Bush did it because you kind of liked him in a way, which is fine. Which is absolutely fine. I mean, but you, that does play a that does play a part in it as well. Remember, so. there was a lot of people who did. That's true. That is fair. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so cool. So what did? Oh, I, I did see we talked about. Uh, on our, I'm, we're going to say a lot of we talked about because we have done this sort of before. But uh, as <laughs> yeah. I, I did see Joker. Yes. And um, I enjoyed it. Susan actually enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it mainly from an aspect of just the acting performance of Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know when I step back and look at the movie as a whole whether or not I just liked the overall movie. But I did enjoy the acting performance that he did. So, so that's an interesting so. way to, def- to mm-hmm. sort of separate two things and, and and i like that you kind of talked mm-hmm. about that because you know when when i read the reviews and i read some more reviews since we talked about this because when and um, mm-hmm. we can tell people like what we talked about too is that there's some sort of split pieces on this on mm-hmm. on this movie where there's people who are actually saying it's di- quite disappointing and um mm-hmm. while he i think it's okay so you answered this from your from just a, f- a f- uh, person who enjoyed the movie mm-hmm. okay the movie don't talk about phoenix like where would mm-hmm. you put the movie on a scale of one to ten probably a, a six or seven maybe okay so an okay yeah. to good movie yeah yes yes i don't think it's a great movie but i also think there's some context to that and we actually talked about this last time was that and you brought this up too uh, which made a lot of sense and that's kind of what we talked about also was that you know when you looked at like heath ledger you know, he was in a movie with Batman, you know, and so yes. Jack Nicholson with Batman. There's there's multiple different characters being played in all these movies that kind of take your attention away. Whereas this movie specifically was carried by Joker, right? Well, it it's a, carried, and, it's a, and it's a full right. origin story. Yes, it's a full origin story, which which they already came out and said that, 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 you know, this is just bits and pieces from previous comic books origin stories. So none of this is really, I mean, it's all their interpretation clearly of it. They do that in all these movies. Yeah. Now with it. So 
it there was some lead up into Batman per se in a timeline, but it didn't necessarily happen how we're used to it happening. But it was interesting. But I, I looked at it from an aspect that, you know, I'm watching a movie that's centrally based solely on this character becoming X. Whereas you didn't get that from which which, you know, to to be fair when you said last time, which was very true. You didn't necessarily need that with, say, Heath Ledger's, right? You didn't need it necessarily because that kind of that mystery plays a part in who that villain is. And, yeah, we all kind of want to peek behind the curtain a little bit, but do we really want to go all the way? Probably not. I don't well, think actually, you really need right? two, two, And I thought about this since we talked. There is two interesting things about The Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. No. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Just The Dark Knight. Right. There's two right. things about that. Number one, they actually... Um, play with us about his origin or stories about his origin. Because if you remember, with the first time he grabs, he goes, do you want to know how I got these scars? And he tells a mm-hmm. story. And then later in the movie, he goes, want to know how we got these scars? And then and he it's tells a different him, story. It's a different story. So he's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's how, it's interesting right. how we are purposely hidden from any sort of origins of him. That's number one. Number sure. two, that's even more, I think, important context is, that's a sequel. Right. So yeah, we're, that was number. That was the second out of the third movie, rather right, the three. Yeah, so, yeah, the three. So it's we really don't want to get into sort of origins of Joker or whatever because um, it's this carrying on of the Batman story, right? Sure. Um, and, and of having these villains that he's going to go against. We've yes, gone because we've gone through origin of Batman in right the in first Batman, one in Batman in Batman Begins. Be- Batman Begins. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It's it's it is interesting and and um, so it's interesting that you give this sort of a five six whatever I think you said five six um, yeah, for for the movie yeah. and um, and yet you've been clear in your opinion that you know it, this is an Oscar winning sure yeah performance absolutely by, by Phoenix, I right? will stand by that in every every conversation about that specific movie you know it's interesting because the acting in the movie was great period and. The movie itself, again, I think a lot of that comes to play with that we've never really seen a true origin story of a of what we would consider a villain. So, no, you know that's it's no a true like just just an origin story alone, and that being who it is. No, I don't think we've ever seen one. We've seen yeah, origin right. stories of our heroes, and we've seen uh, people become the villains through those stories of heroes. But never one that was centered specifically on a, a, a person, a, a specific person becoming who they are, right? Or at least toward the end. So that there was a lot of differences that this movie was going to have. This was the first super, super first villain true origin story solely about the villain. Yep. Uh, and as and, and and that's the first thing. But it's also like you said, it's also one of the very not level on that. And then you didn't have any other side characters that were. Uh, you know, whether it be a superhero and other villains or anything that really played a part in, in that as well. So it was really specifically solely on, you know, the character writing of the Joker as well as Joaquin Phoenix to just pull this off being the central, which is very unusual. So I think they did that. I think the movie itself is really dark. It's very dark. And there's a lot of themes to it, specifically mental illness, which, again... A lot of people are having an issue with that because of that. Not because they don't want to talk about mental illness, but because maybe some sort of depiction specifically. Well, yeah, that's to be fair, but not all mental illness is the same. 
and you know what this character is going through doesn't mean that's what somebody who's deemed mentally ill is all is going to be doing but it's it's just it's very interesting from that aspect but it is very depressing and dark but when i walked out and susan said the same thing we enjoyed the movie you know i wouldn't say oh it's, it's an amazing movie but from a a storyline perspective but from an acting perspective it was a very enjoyable movie and a, and a very enjoyable performance just because of all the way what he had what he did and, and how he approached everything and just his personality too and on top of that so but yeah it's definitely worth a watch it's just different it's very very different you know so well, and it's it, a lot to tackle because of Heath Ledger Heath Ledger was like legendary of the Joker be that was like the so, last person. So two well, thoughts. I'm so sorry, first Jared of all, Leto's, but they make fun of his. So, what's that? I said. Then, then there, I forgot. There's the Suicide Squad Jared Leto one that everybody makes fun of, but I don't. I think he gets a bad rap on that person. I think he actually but. played it pretty well. But um, mm -hmm. so I liked it. I enjoyed it, but there just wasn't a lot of it. So you know that yeah. was that was the problem. So and that's not his fault. But yeah. So Joaquin Phoenix lost 52 pounds for the role. That's a yeah, lot. He was he was pretty gaunt. Yeah, he's pretty. Uh, he was very very gaunt in this movie. Yeah. And very kind Good of word, his by the way, gaunt. gaunt. His very his mannerisms too. Um, a lot of it. It was very eerie and very creepy. And um, so yeah, it's yeah, I, I it's impressive from an. I'm serious. It's an. It's a, I I'm just one of those people because I've heard a lot of the the buzz talking about oh the Oscar voters are split, and I'm like, well, from an acting standpoint, you should be recognizing your peer because. It was a brilliant acting performance. And so you might not have liked the movie itself, or you might not have liked the themes or, or X, Y in the movie, but I don't think you can deny the acting performance that happened. So well, I, I just laughed I, at the Academy. I, 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 yeah, I've not heard anyone say anything but you know really good stuff about no of course not I, I just think that they're talking about because of themes in the movie and i'm like well this is also the same group that two years ago gave an oscar to the shape of the water where a lady has sex with a fish basically so i'm like why are you judging this movie <laughs> based on you know that but that's just me <laughs> and i'm like okay well you know i saw that movie and it was a good movie but i mean i haven't seen it so of, thanks for ruining it well you ruined, you know, that's you a small part, by the way. Ruined, but I'm just you, you ruined know. the movie for me. Jeez. Oh, I, oh no, no, I did. Are you kidding no, no, me? You, no, are you, no, no. I piqued your interest, is what I did. No, actually. Oh no, yeah, I did. No, not at all. You're totally into fish porn. I know you are. <laughs> Especially <laughs> pufferfish. Not like you were in dick pics, but. Um, no, not exactly that far. No, I'm, but, not, you I'm know, not into those. As, you're, you're into a nice. You're, you're into a nice. Uh, a, a nice uh, catfish. Uh, with a little, maybe a little puffer fish action. So. Uh, no. Um, and what was the <laughs> thing I was going to say? No, no, I forget. <laughs> oh, it would be interesting mm -hmm. because if he wins, mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone's ever won an Oscar for playing the same. Oh, no. Actually, I just thought of one. Um, I was just going to say, I don't know if someone. Didn't he win an Oscar for Gladiator? No, that, no, that's not what I was going to say. I don't know if uh, um, somebody's won an Oscar for the same character that somebody else has sure. won an Oscar for. Sure. I will always wonder, and I, there although is, I think there is one. There is oh, really? One. Who? Who? So uh, Marlon Brando playing mm -hmm. Vito Corleone. He Godfather, won, got he, it. He won okay. the Godfather, and then in Godfather Two, as a young Vito Corleone, uh, Robert De Niro wins Oscar. Robert for that. De Niro. Fuck. There we go. Good I am call. like a trivia. You, you king are with that one, and I and it, like. 
I wonder I if that's always, happened over b- before. I will always wonder, and not that Heath Ledger's performance wasn't great because it was amazing, but I will always wonder if he died, if he hadn't died, whether they would have gave it to him. Not because I didn't think he somewhat earned it. I'm just saying I wonder if some of that the came pop. from the fact that it was a, kind of obviously a shock of him passing and they had released the movie like right after it and, and all that. So I, I don't, I'm not saying they gave it to him un, unnecessarily. I just, I, I wonder a little bit. I I, I'm curious to find out. I, th- if the, yeah. I think you're saying he never earned it. And now you're trying to backpedal. No, that's not true. No, I'm just knows. curious if they would have given it to him had he not passed away. And that doesn't mean that he wouldn't have deserved it. I'm just saying, I don't know. So, but yeah, I, but you're right. So there's your characters, but I hope he wins just because it's rare that I see a movie that I walk out and go, Wow, he did a really good job. Like, you know, so, you know, I I think we go to movies, obviously we want to escape and we want to just enjoy ourselves. And, you know, most of the acting that we see in most movies that we see is pretty good. But every once in a while you see something that you go, wow, you really outdid yourself. So that's good. I like those. It doesn't happen all the time. So when you see it, you grab it. You go, yeah, there you go. The last movie that I walked out of, it was quite some time ago, and actually said... Um, and actually said we, it, Chris and I both look at each other we're like that's going to win the Oscar was mm-hmm. The Departed mm, yeah we actually walked out of yeah. it going that wins and, and we mm. didn't even debate it we were just like uh huh yep that, <laughs> that wins hands down yep yeah that's so you sent me a clip a clip today, which I wanted to talk about, which was about a TV, uh, a show, not a TV. <laughs> yeah. Is it a, is it an internet show? Not a TV show. It's a YouTube. It's a YouTube TV okay. show, but it's, it's okay. uh, yeah. Hot ones. Why don't you give, yeah, why don't you give a little brief synopsis <laughs> of what it is? So Sean Evans, <laughs> host of Hot Ones, and uh, the, the um, what do you call it? They're, they actually are sort of a... Um, what do you would what do you, would you call them? Uh, what's the first we feast is the name of the channel, and they have a bunch of shows. They actually have mm-hmm. a, a number of shows. So um, they have like a burger show. They the I think it's called. Let me look. It's called the Burger Show. And they got is it kind of like the whole thing where they did like comedians and cars drinking coffee? It's just kind of the whole theme of of you know food and uh, quick interview. You know, so I've, I've not watched the burger show, but mm-hmm. um, First We Feast has a few different shows. But anyway, the Hot okay. Ones is the one that okay. we're referring to. So for, yes. for anyone that has seen it, they'll know what we're talking about here. But if you haven't seen it, um, Hot Ones is a guy named Sean Evans, and he interviews... It's nine seasons. They've done 166 episodes. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just recently started hearing about this, like maybe within the past three months. That's what's interesting. Yeah, dude. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. It says they're they're revealing the season 10 um, hot sauce lineup. So they're doing a season 10. But like the people that they've had. An impressive lineup. Oh, like the, it's it's crazy. Like Shaquille O'Neal, Steve Austin. Yeah, Idris Elba, Kirsten Bell, Paul Ricky Rudd. Gervais. Ricky Gervais yeah. has been on it. Isn't Co- Gordon Ramsay on there too? Gordon Ramsay's been yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, just like, so okay, so Hot Ones has just had tons and tons and tons of people. Sure. Um, and the idea is during the interview that that now is, I think the runtime's 30 minutes. I think they were shorter before, but. Yeah, it was like um, between 18 and 30 minutes is what yeah, I saw. Yeah, now another base called 30 minutes. But um, during the 30 minutes, they each eat 10 Hot Wings. 
um, in increasing um, Scoville level of hotness and um, Scoville levels is the, is the, is the, is the measurement the of, measure of yeah. heat from and it's, and a it's hot so item. Funny because you watch the the celebrities go through this and or the, inter, the interviewees they're mostly celebrities but you know to to varying degrees by the time they get to the final one like seeing them struggle or just like Gordon Ramsay <laughs> like he he gets like the fifth and sixth one and he's like fuck this and fuck what the fuck are you <laughs> You fucking guys giving me this fucking and he's like taking it. He he has he yeah. brings like his his goodie bag of stuff to help him. Like he's got donuts and he's got all right. these things that like he bread or whatever you know. Yeah, yeah it's like shit that he knows like milk and different things. And they actually give people milk and he struggles so badly through it. Um, and then they and then the the final one, the final wing, they always do what's called the the last dab. And yeah, um, and what they do is they take the wing and they dab extra hot sauce because the wings are pre coated. Like they, they're right. sitting there ready to eat and then they sure. dab extra hot sauce on it. Um, but Paul, Paul Rudd, you know what he does? They take all the hot sauces, every one of the 10 hot sauces mm-hmm. and pour them all over the wing. And he's like, yeah. And he's, and Sean Evans like, fine, I'll do it too. And they eat it and he does it. Um, <laughs> but no, some, some of them are, are so good. Halle Berry does really well. She gets through them without any real incident. Um, Shaq doesn't. He just elbows. It was great. He, he wanted to fight the guy whose idea the show so that funny. was. <laughs> and he sees this like he's in such pain. But no, the, but it's he was actually, Coolio. Coolio. Fucking Coolio. That was he's, just insane. He's, he's bananas. But for, he, I he did troop. But though he did, but oh, it yeah, was he, like he, I think he was he, like. Yeah. Apparently, he, apparently he did really badly after they they stopped filming. There's a couple. Of things, oh, I'm sure. A couple things about it. But if if you if for those listening, if you haven't watched Hot Ones that. It's good interviewing. Like, there, well, sure. There's right. people that have been interviewed, or like during the interviews, that have actually like, like, dude, you're actually a really good interviewer. Like, it's not, it's gimmicky in a bit because of the hot sauce, but it's been, it's gone for nine seasons, and it's gotten a lot. Yeah, of there's good, there's su- there's substance to it. It's not just watching people eat hot stuff. You would, it's actually you would, getting you something. You would not yeah. get stars of the caliber of a Idris Elba, Paul Rudd, sure. if right. you were not putting a good show on. Sure. Most yeah. people don't go on yeah. shitty shows. No, like, they don't. They, they can Especially choose. not eat yourself, but I can tell you that. Yeah, he's, he's, as, he's definitely not the guy. I mean, yeah. is he as big as a star in the world is right now? Probably, pretty darn, yeah. Pretty darn close, uh, right? Gordon Ramsay. I mean, just Gordon Ramsay going on there. I mean, him, him alone, he's most one of the well-known people in the world. So Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're, you know, we're yeah. talking like... like Ricky Gervais. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Heavy hitters, <laughs> you know, people that... Yeah. You know, are 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 only gonna you know? Um, I know yeah, these Charlie, are B-less people that are on no, the show. No, Halle Berry. Trevin, I mean, I mean, granted, Coolio is past his prime, but I mean that doesn't mean. But I mean, but it's those, interesting. those are older, right. older. Um, uh, sure. I mean, he has, he they have um, Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Like, these are A-list people, right? Like they're you know they're they're people whose time they can spend where they want to spend it. I mean, Scarlett Johansson's on it, mm-hmm. um, and actually they yeah. have a new Hot Ones. It's a new one version so it's a spin-off and sean evans hosts it's called the hot ones truth or dare and they have two people and the, they do a truth or dare and of course the dare is to eat a hot wing so um oh it's, sure. an, it's an interesting it's it's really good too and uh the i think the first episode of it was burt kreischer and tom segura so um, oh, okay there you go so here's well, so, what, so so go for it no you, mm-hmm. i know you were gonna ask me you go for it go for it oh i was gonna say to spin off from that my question that yes. I posed to you is, yes. what was the hottest <clears throat> item you ever ate? I know the answer to this, too. Okay. Well, I would hope so, since you ate it. 
but sometimes your memory of some hot things sure. or things in your life. Mm, but I, but that I know hottest this, one you don't forget. <laughs> I know this one for sure. And I really like hot food. So, sure do I. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I've done the go to a restaurant, to eat, try to eat the hottest wings sort of thing. No, sure. Of course. So yeah. the, the grocery store up here, the big one um, mm-hmm. in our area, the real Canadian superstore. So it's the big grocery. So. They have their house brand, and is that the one we went to when we were there? Pro- I would probably. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just go with yeah, probably. Probably, um, yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> so they have um, their house brand, and they have these breaded chicken wings. They're called um, crisp and crunchy southern. They're really good chicken wings, and you get them, put them in the oven. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they have mild and spicy. Yeah. And then one day sure. I go in, and so. They have on all their products a one, two, three pepper thing, whatever. If anything is any kind of spice mm-hmm. to it, they'll put a one, two, or three. And the one pepper Level, is, right. yeah, and any product that is mild or whatever, right. their mild's pretty mild. But it's sure. pretty accurate. Like if it does a three, there's some spice to it. And it's not hot, but it's definitely got, to my taste, spicy. Like It's got some kick to it. Yeah, yeah but not hot. I wouldn't like to, again, to a person sure. who likes like bearable, it. like you're like, oh yeah, it's definitely spicy, but not, and to, you know, and, and not to my taste, yeah. a person who enjoys hot foods, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, you know, it's not hot. I wouldn't put, I wouldn't use the word hot for their three. No. Right. You're normally going to go, whatever you say is hot. I want a notch above that. That's probably how that's, you're that's approaching me. things yeah. when you go, when I go to an right, Indian, yeah. when I go to an Indian restaurant, I go, mm-hmm. they say, do you want that hot? I say, yeah. And I look at them and I go, not white people hot. You're hot. And they look at me. Thai spicy. And, and then they, they look at me and go. Thai spicy. And they, you know, the Indian people look at me and go, huh? And I'm like, I know what's going on. And, they're, and they kind of like, huh? I'm like, let's do it. And then they bring it out. Okay. That's where I eat. So anyway, so then, so then I go in one day and they have these wings that I enjoy. And they had the mild and the spicy. And the next one, it had the flaming extra hot and whatever. And there's like mm-hmm. a fire on the box. And I sure. look and instead of one spicy pepper not two pepper not three they jump it to five you're like oh i'm in i am intrigued i'm like let's <laughs> let's do this shit so i get yeah. them and i get them home now the other ones and i had tried to do a mild and i always ate the spicy it was which is breaded you put them in the oven they crisp up like they're already mm-hmm. pre-cooked basically and they kind of sure of course up. yeah we get them so, too they're great yeah absolutely. so i get these ones and i do that but in the bag as well is this Big bag of sauce. And the instructions mm-hmm. are, cook the wings, then put the wings in a bowl and toss them in this sauce. I'm like, fucking right, sure. Let's, Let's do this do shit. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I get about two of them in. And I'm like, you know, you, you know when you do that? Mm-hmm. So, any, so anyone who enjoys eating really hot food knows this one, where you're eating, and you're eating in regular posture. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it gets extra hot and you do that. Whew, kind of do the sit up straight thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, these fuckers are hot. Oh yeah. So I keep going. Now, there's about a dozen or fifteen wings in a box. Mm-hmm. About two, about three, and, and about four. And I'm like, fuck it. And so I go have to go into the kitchen, and I take the plate with me, and I put it next to the uh, sink, and I'm like, and I'm running water, and I'm like, fuck, these are hot. <laughs> now here's the problem. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with throwing food out. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, I feel you. Um, 
especially food that there's nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong with this. It's just hot. Well, sure. So, no, I mean, if something goes bad, you're going to throw it out. But I get it. I, I know exactly what you're saying. This is it. this is my Ed- edible, normal food, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. it's and I'm I'm at the point where I shouldn't eat another wing. I have probably about ten more on the plate, and I shouldn't eat another one. I'm at the point where I'm in pain, and they're fucking hot as anything. Yeah. I finished so you, off the so I finished off the plate. Well, this of course is, you did. This, you, you didn't want to wait till the next day and maybe put some blue cheese or ranch on it to try to cool it down a little bit. This it's a I I bet you it took me twenty minutes to do it, and yeah. it was a full fucking terrible experience, all because I just refused to throw food out. Sure. I put myself through yeah. that, but they were so hot, like so hot. Oh my! <laughs> like they were tasty. I, rem- I will say this. Oh well, sure, yeah. I hate spicy. I mean, we all, so many. Everyone says this. If it's gonna be spicy, it still should be tasty. Yeah, of course. These were tasty. Well, yeah, like, they were exactly. very, very delicious. But right. fuck, were they? They were fucking hot. Like, and I remember I was home and I'm a, and Griffin's asleep. Christy's at work, and often I would do like snacks like that, and I'm just fucking straight. It would have been such a sight to have watched me like struggle over the sink trying to eat these fucking wings, milk, and and I don't know, we probably didn't even have milk because we don't drink milk and water right. and maybe some. I probably pulled out. I don't even remember, but I bet you I pulled out some kind of creamy dressing of a ranch or a Caesar or something. You, to try you, to help. you had to do something. I'm I mean, sorry, I get I'm it. Sure, yeah. I did something. Yeah. I don't have a memory of that, but fuck with it. I do remember they were fucking hot. I think so, maybe we have to do like a, a video of us doing hot shit one time. That would be, uh, that's pretty, maybe I'll try to see if they have those wings again. Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. So for me, now I grew up, I I like, like you, I like spicy food. I grew up, my dad heavy into spicy food, so I always have horseradish, you know, all that stuff, and grew up eating that stuff uncut, you know, and stuff. So, and and the horseradish heat is different because you eat the horseradish and you do do that, you do that, we all do that. Yeah, it goes it in takes your, your breath away. And yeah, it goes, goes in your nose t- mistakenly, and you're like, it's a yeah, and, and then and then your eyes water a tad, and then what yeah. happens is you get to the end, and then you go, "Whoo, that was good. Let's do it again." Okay, so that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. So that's what normally happens, and you do you literally, "Whoo, that was good." So we have a place here. It's a chain. It's a wing chain. Uh, uh, you know, uh, called um, Buffalo. Uh, not Buffalo Wild Wings. That's a normal one. It was called Wingstop. Okay, so it was, it was Susan and I were living together at the time, and. And you know, when we first started dating, time and uh, and no, actually no, she was in her own place. I had gone over there, and we said, "Let's get this for dinner." So there was a there was a wing stop right restaurant. So we so we kind of look at the menu, and we're like, "Okay, you can order these in in batches. You can go, okay, let's get like ten garlic wings." Yes, of course, yeah, yeah, Honey regular garlic, buffalo, ranch, right? Different, different, yeah, yeah, kind of stuff like that. Right, 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 different options. So I see salt, on the menu salt and pepper. Yes, exactly. So I see on the menu there's. I mean, they have hot, they, and then they have like they have another one I think called four alarm or something. But then they had one called atomic, of course. Yep. And so I'm like, okay, so we got a whole bunch of wings, but we mainly got you know the garlic and and then the different you know a couple mild spicy stuff, and then you know you get like five or ten of this, and then two of this. I only got like like three <laughs> of these atomics, right? I'm like, I just want to try them, but I didn't want to get like ten. So we go back to the house, and we're eating the normal wings, right? And and I'm getting to the point now. I'm like starting to get full, but I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna attack these because I want to have them last. I didn't want to have them first, right? So I, I take a bite. I take about three chews and I swallow. Okay. And and this fucking thing is so hot 
that I get to the point where I just start, I just sit there. Like where you just, I sit there and I'm like kind of sitting over the sink going, I, I feel like I need to throw this up. It's so hot. Like yeah. I'm, it's so hot that I'm sitting there. I literally, mind you, I ate a half a wing. I had three, granted they're yep. tiny, but I had I had one big bite off, you know, the little wing leg or whatever. Just boom. Just, just, just grabbed it. Did the thing. Like you just help you get mad. You grab it. And just, you know, yep. do that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kid you not, I was spitting. I mean, I was just drooling and spitting out of my mouth. And I was so uncomfortable that I was sitting in the kitchen over the sink just in case I was going to puke it up. And I didn't. I never ended up puking it up. But it was so hot that I was literally drooling into the sink. (laughs) I remember it. And now there's a restaurant we go to here. One of our favorite restaurants is a Thai restaurant, and it's like it's the same. You go in, right, and you, they're like, "Okay, I want a you know, uh, you know, I want a, a yellow curry, and we want that spicy." And we get that spicy, normal spicy. Like there's mild, there's medium, and there's spicy. We always get spicy, but there's an extra level that they don't say on the menu. It's called Thai spicy. We have not done that yet. <laughs> we will at some point, but we just have never ventured in it. <laughs> so, because I know how spicy the hot can be and depending on the chef who's making it sometimes i mean it's been beyond hot the oh. beyond the normal regular hot i mean it's like they went in a level above that like i'm like this is definitely got to be either thai or just below it <laughs> so where now you can't in- enjoy it it's so hot at that point right so you're just like okay but we still finish it <laughs> so but, oh, my God, I remember to this day sitting in her kitchen over the sink, just breathing and just drooling into the sink because it was well, the so dro- The drooling one, if you get to mm. that point, and, that, and it was for mm-hmm. sure at that point, if you get to the drooling point, man, oh, man, that, mm-hmm. that is where... Like that is where you know, like your body's just, your body's just saying, "Fucking stop this!" Like you, like you need to. Yeah, your body would no. I, uh, mind you, I had a half a wing and I swallowed it. I didn't even try to. I, I threw the rest away. I didn't even try to finish the other any of the rest of it or the other two. I'm so, glad I actually ate the other wings before and had dinner because I wouldn't have eaten dinner after that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, aren't you? Aren't you glad that um, that you don't have my thing where you like? I wouldn't have thrown. Them, I would have oh. ate them. Like that's like that's. I so normally stupid. don't. That's how, that's how but dumb I. Am. I I'm like I I yeah. Well, to be fair, yeah, because I, I well, I also I there was only like two and a half, See, I you know. Have, and I, I looked at that I, and went, I would have eaten them. Fuck it. And like, I just no. I'm just. I I, I'm I just if I'd have eaten them, I might have gone to the hospital. I think at that point, like it was. And I was so glad that I had other wings before that, and I do that specifically. Then I was glad I didn't buy a whole bunch of them. But man, and this was from like a chain restaurant. This wasn't like. Hey, kick me up a few notches. This was like, and I don't even know if they still have them. Like for all I know, they might not even offer them anymore. <laughs> but it was, I mean, oh, it's sure. a, I mean, it's called Wingstop. I mean, Troy Aikman invested in them, so they're all over the country, and they're good. It's, oh, it's yeah, good no, place, no, I'm, but, I'm familiar with Wingstop. Yeah, but it was, oh my god! In fact, I'm going to look it up as we talk. I want to see if I, there's a local Wingstop menu, and I want to see if they still have them on there. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I mean, Why would people? People are gluttonous. They're like, look, not everybody's as big as a pussy as you are, sir. I'm like, ah. That's true. Oh, I, would so, you, I wouldn't say you are. Oh, man. So, was, so we're going to go. Nah, this is. Yeah, this one is just telling me uh, types, but I want to know where. 
The wing calculator. Is a wing. Oh. I'm, gonna go, I'm just going to pick one here. Let's see. Ten wings. Start order. Let's just see what my options are going to be available. Oh, there's one in Roseville. Good to know. That's right by. It's not too far from us. Okay, so we're going to continue here. Choose your wings. Let's just grab boneless because I just want to go. I go to the point where I want to go. Flavors. There we Start go. Start my order. Okay. Oh, they did still do atomic. Right. Okay, here's their here's their ones they have um, no. when you start to get the heat index here. They have mild, then they have Louisiana rub, spicy Korean, which is a three fire, original hot, three fire, Cajun, which is four, mango habanero, which is four, and the five is the atomic. Oh, and there's a little info sign on there. Sauce, sauce, sweat, and tears. This is the hottest we got for the boldest of bold, dare to wing it. Let me tell you something, I dared to wing it and I failed. Uh-huh. I might try it again. I might try one again at this point because it's been ten years. I'd say it's been ten, maybe maybe nine. <laughs> so we'll, we'll I might venture for one more try of just one though. Time, time to time to step up, buddy. I might have to. I might have to try to go and revisit my demons. But <laughs> that was a <laughs> one time in my life, and I eat a lot of spicy stuff. And I'm, you know, Susan likes spicy too, and. We are all over that stuff, and I've always prided myself to be not very from the faint of heart when it comes to heat, and I'm and I can handle it. But so we, got, was, we have a restaurant here just called yeah. Just Wings. Mm-hmm. So I clicked on it, knowing it, and they have, um, they have. It says here they have a contest: the Wings Eating Ten Tenth Annual Championship champion be the so i click on it but it doesn't take me to oh there it is wings champ okay hold on what is it submission deadline oh two days ago ah uh, you missed what, out what is the contest <laughs> how many you can, you my just, guess is how many in a short amount of time yeah but they have there was another there's another place which is a popular it's buffalo wild wings which is yeah. huge but yeah. there's one here i went to with Dallas's aunt and uncle, we went out and, you know, had dinner. And that night they were, because we just ordered X amount off the menu and different types. But they, they had some, like, college kids you could tell. And they were all at a table. And they were doing a hot challenge, you could tell. Because they were bringing out all these spicy wings for them. So there was there was some sort of challenge. We actually sat and watched them. I had a beer. Of course, I had a beer. I'm looking and going, look at these guys. <laughs> you know, yeah. but, Let's yeah. They, so I'm going to have to try. I'm going to have to revisit my demon. So these guys out. have... Um, the Bobby Wing, which is one, two, five peppers. They have the Chilean chili, which is three. The Jakarta, which is three. New Orleans barbecue heat, buffalo, East meets West. I mean, they have so many different ones. Oh, sure. Yeah, this but, menu uh, is, yeah. But their, but their hot, their hot, hot one is the Bobby Wing. These bad boys, red light, release form required. Need a cool down. <laughs> you need a release form. Yeah. <laughs> and then it says, need a cool down? Ask for our Bobby Wing antidote. So they, huh. provide, they provide you an antidote. Which is probably a concoction of sour cream, milk, bread, whatever the heck. I don't yeah, know what God, but I'm sure it's. I'm sure it doesn't work. But, I'm sure it doesn't work. <laughs> Not very well. <laughs> All right, so th- we actually have a topic that was actually the topic mm-hmm. of um, that I brought up, and <clears throat> where is it? 
You sent it to me. Now I can't remember. Oh, there oh the original topic? Yeah, electric, electric cars. cars. Okay. Yeah. So the question I had posed, and I think we got a little off track, so let's see if we can try to, is... Sure. Um, with electric cars, I think I think it's a matter of not if but when mm-hmm. um, the gasoline engine goes the way of the dodo bird goes mm-hmm. goes extinction. Now, understanding there's a lot of steps. Yeah, that's put, the biggest to, problem to put in place. Well, they're problems, sure, but um, I th- I think that. It's accelerating for a few reasons, but I guess the question is, first of all, do gasoline engines go away for good? Hmm. Hmm. It, I, I think they do. I think there's a lot of reasons that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the answer to that is yes, but the question is, would it be in our lifetime? Hmm. That's a good, that's the tough call. I, I, I would agree with you that I think looking forward... You know, uh, that yes. I mean, especially with how many things you've seen outside of just the automobile industry itself, even though that's what we're talking about. But if but if you're looking at trends and you're looking at just simple things like it started with mowers and, you know, uh, power tools, electric tools that that are gone, you know, battery. Right. Yeah, so and I, think just, that, I think that's a good distinction because, you know, mm-hmm. a, a corded drill has been around for a long time. Right. But then, but you know, or example, the good, you know, like the, the weed eaters. Right, yep. that used well, to be you know. I got electric well, you chainsaw. Buy them both. Right, exactly. So, I think you, I think you see where progress goes starting there because those are the little things, right? And those are the ones that you're going to be able to master a lot quicker, and also not that isn't the huge bulk of the fuel industry and the automobile industry and all the lobbyist stuff. This is just the stuff on the side, right? So you, you know, you look at that, and, and so now, I think to your point. I think there will come a point when it's going to go the wayside for either one of two things. Either it's really the right thing to do because of stop burning fossil fuels, et cetera, or they run out, <laughs> depending on how long well, this takes. I actually so. think that, you know, when you really get people into electric vehicles, like a, like a purely electric, no hybrid vehicle, when people actually start learning of the benefits to them, because it, mm-hmm, it's all right. about what's in it for me. And it, and it well, is sure. A, it's, it's you have consum- to have a desire for yourself in order yeah. to. I mean, and it's, I, a it's consumer not demand piece, right? but it is. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, it is. It's a consumer demand piece, and the thing is this. Sure. I think that you know, there's all the lobby in the world to kill the electric car. There's the there's the, you know, there's the documentary we talked about it mm-hmm. too. Was the sure. who killed the electric car? It, I don't know. Let's let's. I can, we talked about it before. Let's not really get into it this time. I think no, it no. Takes us up. But, but just to, it, but, it's but, worth the watch. Yeah, it is. It's very much worth the watch. But so the idea, of like that, the 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 oil lobby and the oil industries will, in any way they can, halt or slow the or mm-hmm. the sure um, the electric vehicle makes sense. I mean, they make insane profits, um, and um, and just size of. Uh, you know, of of revenues and volume of revenues and just the sheer profit margins are ridiculous. So it's it's understandable why they want to kill it. Um, well, sure, from like from a, from yeah, exactly. From their there's a lot of interest, sure. Like if you look at just the sheer industry of aftermarket slash 
parts manufacturing for cars that mm-hmm. goes away because the the engines of an electric car are unbelievably less complicated. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is what one moving part in an electric engine? I think some have right. two versus 500 in a combustion sure. engine. Like it's just, just so little maintenance in that. Um, so there's, there's all that. But I think that, you know, it, the customer demand of people that have a better vehicle for so many reasons um, will dr- we'll drive that, you know. And, 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 then, and then when it comes to all the pitfalls of why see people might you know, be shy away from an electric vehicle right now. Mm-hmm. All those things, they accelerate super fast as demand goes. Like right now, like sure. how many chargers are there out there? I don't know, but you know, people, well, that's one of the, well, the thing is, is, you know, if in next year there's 20% more electric cars in the road and 20% the next year, and then 50%, you know, like whatever the numbers mm-hmm. are, then anyone who's putting chargers in places go, mm-hmm. There's money to be made here, and they fucking get them everywhere, left, right, and center, right? Right, sure. Well, another one, too, and Neil deGrasse Tyson actually has an interesting comment I liked about the the range issue. So if you had a truck, so let's talk about something that really uses a lot of power. And I talked with a guy at work the other day. He's like, yeah, I'll tell you why an electric vehicle for me is really hard to get into. He's like, I have a big truck. He has a big mm-hmm. Dodge Ram, I think. And he's sure. like, I have a camper I put on it, and I pull a boat. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have, you know, 4,000 pounds of payload or 2,000, whatever it is, on his vehicle, sure. and he's pulling mm-hmm. 4,000 pounds. He's like, right. that is a gigantic um, burden on the batteries of a, even a, on a truck. And I go, totally is. He's like, so, you know, I don't get as much range with all of that burden. And what do I do? Neil deGrasse Tyson has a great, he's like, why can't instead of fuel stations that have um, gas, like big gas tanks. Right, having charging stations. No, have a garage full of batteries. Hmm. So, So when you pull up with your vehicle, Mm -hmm. we standardize batteries and say your vehicle has a... Swap them out? Yeah, has has 50 kilowatt Mm -hmm. battery. You come up and they go, and they lose some kind of clickable battery type thing. Mm -hmm. And and in five minutes, you have new batteries. You give them yours and they put them in the back to charge them and you put your new ones in. And if you have a truck, you have 10 of those batteries. And just like when you fill up for fuel in a car and you pay 50 bucks to fill up and those Mm -hmm. people have those big, huge pickups pay 150, Mm -hmm. same thing. Hmm. It's quite the elegant solution, isn't it? It's an elegant solution if you have 10... Well, agreed. Uh, it's an elegant solution, but then if you have 10 batteries, you're stopping every X amount of time and you're going to click out, whereas on a gas vehicle, you know, okay, I'm going to just fill up my... Like my dad had in his truck, had another extra tank in it. <laughs> you know, well, no, that they put in. But that's so, the point, right? right? Like, sure. like, if you have a big Dodge Ram, mm-hmm. like, you have that space. Like... It's a larger vehicle than your Nissan Leaf. Mm, sure. Like, so you're talking it, about having let's let's just say five batteries in an area that you just click in. Yeah. As an example, that's just right. a, a amount. Okay. No, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like for yeah. example, you know, a Nissan Leaf has like a 45 or a 35 kilowatt battery, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And your big Dodge Ram has 200 kilowatt 
hertz versus of you know like I say 200 because like a, uh, I'm just as an example the P100D is the biggest Tesla and it's a hundred kilowatt battery and so the big Dodge Ram has 250 kilowatts worth of batteries well that's the mm-hmm. whole underneath of it sure it t- so it takes you 10 minutes to swap them out well when a person has those dual tank trucks mm-hmm. you yeah it takes about 20 15, minutes, 20 minutes yeah. to sit there oh yeah absolutely there, right? I, so, I remember right <laughs> yeah yeah, so no difference. You're just swapping these batteries out. Yeah, I think. Well, that was that's the that was I think the first objection, right? So, was range. so there's there's the solution, and if you have demand, you can do that. There's no reason we can't be doing that, right? Sure. Well, again, it's a matter of getting there. Sure. But I do agree in that as everything progresses forward, and as things surge forward that's when things happen but i think when you have right now such a large industry made up into the fossil fuels that's a lot of your holdup, of course right so that's part of part of the problem is that um also things are getting better you know as each year goes by and in technology and, and things like that so it used to be electric cars look stupid and i know that's not the right attitude to have about a vehicle which gets you from point a to point b but let's be fair that was the fact right it, it looks they looked weird right it's a, it's now a, it's, they don't a, look as it's weird. a super important point though right it, it's but now with all the different types that have been made and all the advancements and things like that they look nice right they look like a normal car you feel looks like one, right one so. fact i would i would i would put a tesla model s Oh yeah, the big one. I'd put that up mm-hmm. against any. I think it's a full in the full size category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would put that up against any car on the road, and say it's as good looking or better. It's sure, a, it's absolutely. A, it's, you went from you're right the Prius, which is the first hybrid. I, I realize it's not electric, but it's in the sort of. It was a hybrid. Friendly. It's a hybrid though. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. But we're talking electric, so but sure. still in the point of eco friendly vehicles, it's it's still ugly to this day. It's not a good looking mm-hmm. car now. You know, um, the Han, Hyundai Kona, mm-hmm. they make an electric version of it. It's one of the um, one of their SUV. It's fully electric. It's a good-looking little SUV. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. And and look, if you're spending $25,000, dollars $40,000 on a vehicle, 50000 like, you're not buying it if it's ugly. And that's... Fact. Well, some people Fact. did, which more more power to them. That they that honestly, I I wish sometimes I had that mentality that I didn't necessarily care. <laughs> but more power to people that do that, and I think that's because they're looking at it from an economical efficiency standpoint, where we're looking at it from we'd like it to be that but we still want to have some sort of interest in what our car looks like. And I agree with you with the Tesla model. Oh, absolutely. I would put that on the road with it, 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 at a minimum, at a minimum in the same size vehicle, top three in a minimum, it, probably sure. two and one, but yeah, sure. absolutely. It, it, the, that was the key. The key factor, like everything is getting people interested in it. And the first thing you do to get people interested is what they see. So if you, if you, right, you see that and you're intrigued by that, you know, I, I think that kind of broke the mold of, you know, Hey, this is what can be achieved. And I think that really opened up the pathway of people's brains to go, Hey, you know what? Cause I mean, I'm seeing what hybrid and also electric, you know, regular, 
you know, trucks like Ford and, you know, uh, uh, so, and they're even talking about Tesla's talking about, you know, doing big semis. So oh, yeah. it's oh, no, right. They, they so, are, they are doing yeah, it. They are. They're in pro. I know that because my company actually does some of the financing for customers who buy Tesla. So I know that. So yeah, it's... When, when we went down to one of our meetings, they kind of gave us a little fun, Hey, look, look what's coming down the road. And it was really cool to see. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, um, the, the Tesla semi is really cool. Um, like super cool. The, they have, they're releasing the model Y, which is the smaller, um, SUV. It's on their website now. And, and what, I wonder if you can get, you know what? Um, I wonder if you can get an F-150. Like, I don't even know any trucks that are electric or hybrid. Like pickups. Uh, the, uh, the, I've seen, I'm pretty sure, if memory serves me, there's a, a Ford hybrid. It's it's not a full electric. I'm pretty sure. I think I thought I saw one out and about one time. and went, what is that? And I looked at it, and the more I looked at it, Let's have a look. it was a hybrid. Dodge, but I think so far, Dodge, so far we've it. There we go. The, the Dodge, Dodge Ram 2019 uh-huh. Dodge Ram 1500 will be a 48 volt mild hybrid, and the right. uh, the 2020 F150 will be a hybrid with a full electric in 21 or 22. Cool. And GM is hinted. There we go. Well, I and 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 as more things take off, it's like everything. You know, once things go, and once. Everybody yeah. else starts getting in the market. Number one, the other. So we already talked about range. That was the first kind of general objection, right? Was range, and second objection was look, right? To be fair, sure. And I and now with what's happening with multiple manufacturers because they're smart, going, we don't want to be left in the dust here with this stuff. Is you're going to get into the third objection, which is cost. Yeah. So yeah, because that's def- going to drive def- down. Yeah, for the there's most definitely part, been some right? leaps in cost, right? Yes, yes, in a good way, in a good way, because it's always it was always like because my dad worked for the power company here locally, you know, for his whole career, and he said, you know, we had electric vehicles here well before it even hit the market ever. Like they were doing them on their cars right there at, at the office and stuff. But sure. he goes, the problem we faced is the cost of replacing those batteries itself once the fuel cells were gone or et cetera was way more expensive than the car ever was so now that was 25 years ago right that's not now or 20 years ago and and, so batteries, and, and right. the batteries are still so expensive and and that's why right. when you see um i know european stuff there I, I believe they are doing it where they um where you buy the vehicle but the but you mm-hmm. separately lease the batteries so if your batteries which to me makes a whole lot of sense totally does right <laughs> you know yes you just pay a monthly. It's almost like, yeah, like say you're paying, you know, four hundred dollars a month for your vehicle, and then you're paying, let's say, a hundred bucks a month, so a total of five hundred dollars a month as an example for your total yeah. combined vehicle and your, you know, replacement. What would be always your replacement battery, in essence, you know, for yeah. you know full replacement, not not your charging that you. You get and do that, but I don't know how. To, so that uh, was a yeah. that was another thing with that was cost. So these are all the things that originally were roadblocks that are now slowly but surely. And and when things happen, they happen quickly. You know, it's and funny you you say slowly that. but surely. Yeah. But these sort of things are like 
the kabam they go like real fast i mean like well, well they start slow and then they and, the, and then there's a time moment where they just go boom it just falls off just, the shelf right right so, so i mean so. like look at this 2013 here's a 2013 um, article that says a nissan leaf customer gets battery leasing option in europe so if you in america you buy an electric car you go to a dealer and you buy one mm-hmm. um in Europe, things are different. If you're Renault, you sell people a car and offer its battery on a lease. Right? That's a great idea. The, well, leaf I mean, you buy, it, the leaf you buy in Europe is similar to the one you buy in the U.S., even though it has mm-hmm. its own factory. Um, blah, 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 blah. But you know, when you buy it, you buy it outright with the benefit of a... Blah, 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 but rent the batteries for, for 108 a month over three years. Big deal. Yeah. yeah. If you're spending 350 or three eighty or well, four hundred dollars. This is this is an article again. This is six years old, but in the sure, UK with, still, the benefit, with with the usually uh, though it's going to be cheaper by now a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Maybe but, not anyway, a lot, just, but a little but, bit. But listen to how they say this, right? So, um, with the benefit of the plug-in car grant, an entry leaf starts at thirty-two thousand, which rises to thirty-nine for the top-end car. Okay, but if you rent the batteries, the price drops to $24,600. So you actually saved $7,700 by renting them rather than... So two things happen. You don't have to worry about if you have battery problems down the road. Number mm-hmm. one. Number two is you actually save money because you're releasing the battery. Yeah, which actually, that makes a lot of sense. Because, you know, it, it's and it's all it's giving you more of an incentive to do that because the cost of the car itself is cheaper for you. And that, I think, is... That's great. That, that offsets that discussion, really. And that, you know, hey, that extra added... Because again, when push comes to shove, it's going to be about cost and what people are comfortable with paying. Yeah. Right? So, and again, as time goes on and as more products become available, then the cost of products tends to go down a little bit because people are competing. And yeah. and so that's why, I mean, that's why you see, you know, that stuff get more and it's becoming more and more frequent because, you know, you have the Tesla out there, but then you have some additional options and more companies are getting involved in it. So... I would agree with the initial statement that it's a matter of how long it at some point we're going to be non-dependent on we're going to be literally dependent only on you know uh, well, electricity for that. But so yeah. I found an article Renault, so the French manufacturer, they're working on an electric vehicle that will sell in Europe for no more than ten thousand euro. Oh, that's good. And the euro is just a little over the American dollar. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But still, that's I mean that's pretty fantastic. So it looks I, like a, it looks yeah. like a little little SUV, but you know. I think you know, and again, it's like when you go to Europe. I mean, because Susan and I've been once, and we're going diesel. again next year. Yeah, but also, the cars are just so much smaller on a general scale. I mean, there are occasionally you see a car that's bigger, but when we were in Scotland and we were walking down the street, it's almost all what we would term compact cars. Oh, totally. And then occasionally the SUV. Yeah. You'd either a midsize or your small truck like a Nissan, and then you would, or you'd see Audis, right, like sedans and yeah. things like that. But that was common. Whereas here, it's also because the roads. I mean, the roads there are so much smaller, so yes. it makes sense. Where here, I mean, our cars are just bigger. So and the gas and gas is so much. Well, it's funny, right? Because um, I know because uh, did you watch the the British Top Gear? No, I've, I know what it is. I, I've seen a couple episodes. So it's, on so it's like off, the best car show ever. It's amazing. Right. But they, mm-hmm. um, they come to Vancouver actually. So they've, they mm-hmm. do a few trips outside of Europe, but so, you know, they've been in the U S but when they come to Canada, 
mm-hmm. what they do is a they do a um, they do a special, and what they do is they start in Vancouver, and they go to um, they go to rescue one of the three guys who is plugged up on a mountain in the in in uh, in mm-hmm. the interior of BC. Um, mm-hmm. And you know it's all stage, you know whatever. But they get well, two, sure, of course. they get two trucks, and um, uh, Jeremy is driving a Ford Raptor, the F one hundred and fifty Raptor. Yeah, and and um, and uh, James May is driving a big, huge diesel Silverado. I think it is, mm-hmm. uh, but it's so funny because they always they always in Europe make fun of our big trucks and you know how blah blah blah. And near the end, he's like, I really like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hard not to. He's like, let's be fair. Well, you know, but let's also be. You know, the right. vehicles they're driving are like. Oh, they're the, like the Raptor. Yeah, yeah they're like the he's, top line. He's truck driving the with and power. He's dro- exactly. He's driving, he, and and you know they do like they're in the rain at one point, and then they're on these crazy snow like um, roads that they take them up the mountains. So of course, you know, and and James May has this like king cab fucking Silverado sure. that's fully done out diesel like it's probably oh, a ninety thousand yeah. dollar truck easily yeah right yeah so the raptors course, yeah exactly the raptors yeah. the same way raptors are totally. about a thirty thousand dollar ad on top of that that's, <laughs> that's what i mean right like those two yeah. are just you know yeah. so of course but granted you know so it's pretty well, sure. it's pretty funny because when they come they're to very Canada, specific they're very, you know, they're very specific they're a niche truck because they're like the high octane, high power specific. Well, yeah, I think, and I think, and I think that the um, the Silverado he drove from. I think it had like six hundred foot pounds of torque, like, and it's a fully, yeah. you know, fully four wheel. Like, it's, think, it, it is it, basically a monster truck, and, a, and not a monster truck like corny way. Like, no. it is just a top line. It's machine. going. It's going anywhere <laughs> you want it to go. It's going to pull any. It's, yeah. It probably has a. 15. How do you not enjoy driving that? I mean, that's yeah. like us getting into a Maserati and going, "Man, I love one of these." Sure. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, the the big Silverado probably has a fifteen to seventeen thousand pound payload, like or like mm-hmm. not payload, but towing capacity. Like the Raptor, you know, like will do zero to sixteen like four and a half seconds, probably. Like it's just, of course they love them, but it was so funny because well, sure. because of course when they come to Canada, that's what they they take. They, well, they gotta get the truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and at one point they're driving in like three feet of snow, sort of thing. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was just uh, no. That's you. Haven't, you haven't watched Top Gear. Top Gear is such a fantastic show. First of all, I've seen I've seen episodes here and there. Meaning, I I know what it is, and I've seen episodes, but I I didn't like follow it and watch it all the time. But I did catch shows here and there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a that's a that's a my word. I haven't used it in a while. Tremendous. It's a tremendous tremendous, tremendous show. But yeah, it's yeah. uh yeah. It's it, it's like you said. It, well, it's also you know like you know. <laughs> When walking around there, and all you're seeing is basically little compacts, and and you know, and their even their big trucks aren't really big, right? Yeah. We're used no, to they seeing do, no, the Toyota Tacomas or the Helixes, it's mm-hmm. called over there. Those are the version of the big trucks, and we're like, oh, that's a world. Oh, honey, that's small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah no, I mean, no. I have a Dodge Ram, but it's you know, but yeah, it's and I went from a Tacoma to a Ram, so going from a Tacoma to a Ram, I was like, man, this thing feels huge. And it's big, well, but you know, it's, it's not. Funny, it's funny when you, you say know. that because, like, I know when when we first got uh, Christie's car because she's a Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. When we first got it, because she drove it home from the dealer, um, she's like, oh, "I don't know if I can drive this thing. It's so big." And you know, it's a, I think it's considered midsize, but it's you know, it's not small. And uh, and now she's like, oh, "This thing's fine." Like I'm like, "Could you go bigger?" She's like, "I could go bigger." <laughs> like, sure, <laughs> but it's so funny, like you know, because she 
it was the biggest vehicle she ever drove and she drove mm-hmm. it home she drove it over a bridge that's a bit sort of tight and so it was it was um, it was understandable that she was a bit uh, apprehensive although what's interesting and, and remember we made a comment the other day which is kind of a little maybe a lead out to our electric vehicle conversation electric vehicle discussion but just kind of maybe getting out of that moving past to the point where didn't you say it was something about god now i can't remember i just blanked it was um oh god i can't believe i forgot you can do it you can do I it i can't i forgot it's gone there it went <laughs> it was oh gosh what was it um Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. I found it. I found it tucked away in there. It was where I said, did you know that there's people in this world that actually drive other spouses' vehicles all the time? Oh, yeah. Remember that conversation? Okay, yeah. so I'll tell you about where that came from. Great. So we... Um, new friends, I guess. So we went We went to this couple, and they have a little baby, and we went to go hang out, and they have a townhome. Like a row mm-hmm. home, townhome. So, um, you know, it's... You know, it's garage, first floor, second floor, row right? And I, I don't know if you guys have many of them there, but there's a lot of row homes that have gone up here where they have mm-hmm. a tandem garage, where the garage is like, you know, the the, the cars go in the, in the garage, you know, back end to, to back. End. Or, yes, I've seen them. We've never had, we, I've seen them here. We've never had been in one, but I've so, seen them, yes. Um, I was like, oh, you guys have, they don't have a tandem. They have a regular side-by-side mm-hmm. garage. So it's a, and they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, Sitting in the tent, like yo, he goes, oh, I, there's a few people in here that have a tandem. He goes, because it's not that big a deal if in the morning when you're going to work, you just one of those couples who just take whatever car. And I'm like, huh, what? what? Back up. <laughs> like was, uh, one I'm of those sorry? couples that just takes whatever Says car what? to work. What? Like, <laughs> and that was the so that's the important context. It's not like okay, so like if I'm going out to run some errands and I need to get, grab some extra stuff, I'm like, I, I take the Pathfinder because it's got way more cargo space. Sure. But that's Christie's. And, you know, right. the, the Cavalier's my car. And, mm-hmm. you know, like when I go to work, I take mine. And there's like a whole bunch of reasons I would, it weirds me out that you wouldn't. Like my seat's in my spot. I have things that I sometimes need for work in certain things, like my maybe a pass and maybe a parking mm-hmm. pass. And, sure. you know, like, like, Christy has a parking pass in her vehicle and she has that because when she parks, she, you know, she pays mm-hmm. for parking, but she pays staff sure. pricing. And like, what yeah, if, if she doesn't have that, she has to pay or gets a ticket if she doesn't, you know, pay, you know, the regular pricing. So like, I was like, just take whatever the car, what you don't, <laughs> what couple doesn't have like their designated cars so much that they just, what car did you take? Yeah, that's today? insane oh, to me. Yeah. Well, what? Then like, you remember you asked me and I'm like, what are you talking about? We have our own cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and it, it's the same theory. I do the same thing because Susan has a Subaru Crosstrek. Yeah. And which she absolutely loves. And I have the truck and I can think of maybe in, on one hand that she's driven my truck. Uh, but I, I drive her car all the time. A, because if we go somewhere, I drive usually. Right. Or yep. B, like if we're taking the dogs to the vet or whatever, we use the cross truck because we can put them in the back section and it's just a lot easier to right. put them in the cab of my truck, right? Yes. So we always do that. So that's it's, and, and it's usually, you know, or if we're going to, and then, you know, if the truck for if you're going to the getting, you know, supplies or whatever, you need to put the back of the truck fine. But for the most part, I could count in the seven, almost eight years I've had my truck, she's probably driven it like three times. Well, Christy's never driven my car. 
Right. I just, you know, and, more, and a lot of times we're in it together, meaning I'll be driving in Susan's car. But yes. I don't just grab it and take it. It's rare. But if I, on a day off, if I'm taking the dogs into a vet appointment, um, I'll usually totally. take her, you know, we'll just swap. But it's very rare. Most of the time she works from home on a Monday or something and she doesn't even need it. So I'll just take it. But it's, yeah. it's very, it seems, and it's also very weird when I always feel weird doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, and especially for us, like Christy will never take mm. my car um, because we don't have car seats for both kids in that one. We have, we have a Griffin as one, but we don't have the, we don't have right. the one for, for Stella. So it's just, it's not going to happen. She's not going sure. to take it. Hey, unless she's going to go drive herself, but then she takes her car. So, well, and and for us too, a couple other factors come into play. Like when we're, I mean, occasionally, like since my car, I don't drive very much at this point, just because I work from home all the time. And so, a lot of times on the weekend when we go places, even if it isn't as economic gas wise, I'll drive because I just don't drive very much. Yeah. And uh, but a lot of it is obviously she gets better gas mileage in her cars. Plus, also parking in that little thing is like a say, godsend for me. Yeah, dri- driving driving <laughs> the know? smaller vehicle around the city is oh, I love it's, it. it. It's more it's more comfortable. Mm. It, it is. Yeah. I'm sure it's an easier car to drive in general. Absolutely, and and a better radius, and you can zip in and out of parking spots. Totally. Whereas like my truck, you're like, okay, I got to really, I got to plot my angle here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, I know, and and like we actually have three cars in the driveway now. Because I have a work vehicle that I drive home. So, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, yeah. Be- because every day I'm in a different location um, to start my day. Yeah. Never mind the fact yeah. that I'm in two, three locations every day. You know, so like that. And that's a bit of a pain because I, I park it on the driveway. Mm-hmm. And so there's two cars. And if I go out and I can't take my work vehicle, it's not for personal use, right? Nope. So Agreed. I'm going yeah. to move it. I'm going to drive out. And then when I come back, I like to put my work vehicle back on the driveway. So I have to put it back on the driveway. And I'm like, ah, like it's, it's, it's a pain. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Those couples that have, well, here, let me ask you this question, which very rolls slightly into the whole, you know, use of vehicles. Do you guys use the same bank account for everything? Okay, so we are really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've never had a joint bank account. I'd say that's slightly weird, but not really weird. Yeah, I get, maybe not like, oh my God, you're the weirdest couple ever. But no, we've never had a joint bank account. Well, to be and, and here's why I say it's not weird. Susan has her own account with her credit union. Yeah. I have my own account and my bank, and we both are not on those accounts. But we do have a joint account that we're both on so we can put money into it. Yeah. So all, like all I do is when I get paid, I just fire money over to Christine to mm-hmm. transfer it, which yeah. of course now is free. So, you know, whatever I just right. fire income over to her and she just takes care sure. of stuff out of that. Well, what I basically yeah. do. Yeah. What I basically do is, you know, I have, she has hers, I have mine, we have a joint. So a lot of the times, you know, like, and we'll divvy up whatever, like we like bills. I pay these extra bills a month. She does these. Yeah. But if I, for groceries and things like that, I just basically push money into our joint account. But it's it's one account we have that we're both on, but the rest of the other two accounts we're both not on. So yeah, yeah. each other's. So we're very much like you, except we do have a joint account, but it's only for we push money in there for certain things. Yeah. So but we don't right and we have a save a joint savings account too that we can push money into too. But the originating accounts are both separated from each other. Right. So so you're not really that weird. <laughs> I guess so. Actually, more and more people are doing that. 
uh, what I'm finding because first we did this for a long time, and I'm sure you guys have too. Yep, it's just right. it, it was not very common when we did it, so people thought we were strange. And now I'm finding most of those people are doing it too. I'm like, it's not because it has nothing to do with your lack of trust. Nope. It's just you have yours, I have mine. We have a joint. This is how we do it. And you know what? Guess what? We also never fight over money ever. No, no <laughs> we ever. don't either. And basically, just I get a paycheck and I fire it all over to her and. Yeah, it's you know, pretty much I, what I, I do. I, I, I save, I have a savings as well, and I save a bunch, mm-hmm. and we pay a couple things yearly out of that one, and it's sort of an easy way to do that and whatever. Yep. And, you know, it's like, and, and then like, you know, some things are under my name, like some utilities, like. Yep, same uh, thing. Gas. Actually, gas and electric are both under my name. Mm-hmm. Our cell phone, and of, and of course, my, um, our cell phones are both under my name because they're on that bill. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and our, and our, internet tv that one has to be under my name because it's it's a staff right. account. it's a sure i mean we have like i have i have the account. gas and powers on the same account with us so i have that i have that and i have so actually most internet. things are under my name in that way yeah i have the internet i've gas the power susan has like direct tv yeah and uh and then she also has like a couple side things that we pay like we we pay for like um what do you call it? american home shield which is a home warranty company right. like a monthly yeah. dues in fact, it came in handy because we had to replace our water heater. Because your water heater, and that, right? That yeah. was money well spent. But I pay. For, I mean, she pays it on her credit card monthly bill, but I basically pay her for that. I basically go, "Here's your forty bucks a month, you know, for the bill," because she's the one who signed up for it. Here you go. So that happens a lot too, you know. And then we have obviously, you know, like uh, other stuff. But, but yeah, that we do the same thing. I mean, it's just it's exactly the same thing. And like I said, we almost never fight. Ever right. about, about money because number one, our bills are always paid. Yep. And I don't care what she spends her money on. She doesn't care what I spend my money on because as long as everything's paid and we're good, it doesn't matter. So, yeah. So, that's so true, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that was a, what do you a, think? Where a, are we that, at now? That's it. What time a, are we at now? What are we at? Uh, 18 hours. I don't know. What do we got? 87 minutes. We're oh, wow. Okay. So, an hour, just over an hour and a half. Yeah. 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 You know what? It's a it's a good time to uh, that's to, a good spot to to realize that and then and then and then yeah. cut it. I think. Uh, well, yeah, we had an interesting chat on that. A couple different topics. Interesting topics. A few, few topics. Pol- politics and electric cars and Joker and hot spicy talk. I mean, hey, and then, by the way, that's I'll a, say hot spicy talk. That sounds good. That's a spicy that's talk. A, that's a spicy wing. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh, dude, that was that was well done. Thank you. I that's, like that. <laughs> that, was very, that was very well done. But yeah, we will I, have to do a, a hot wing, not a challenge, but a hot wing eating or something on video. Yes, we'll have to um, at some point find a sauce. The chocolate yeah. plague. There's that was that's um, sauce number nine in the last season. Chocolate plague. Was chocolate plague. Yeah, man. We'll have to I'll have to look it up sometime. Yeah, absolutely. But, so. Well, good. So wrapping it up, it's been yeah. uh, Mike over there, co-host. Eric up, er, co- Eric primo, up there. Primo co-host yeah. and, and, and Eric, myself. And thanks for listening to the, uh, the Mono e Mono podcast. Oh, don't forget, you can catch us over on Instagram at the Mono e Mono podcast. Or you can send an email. Oh, you could also send messages there. Obviously, if you have any questions, any topics you want covered or any questions you want to uh, covered uh, on the air, we're happy to do that. Or you can reach us on email at... Eric Mike, Mike Eric at gmail.com. Wow. We're getting to be professional at this. You know what's also Does that mean we get paid? 
I wish. Do you know what you know what that also means as a professional? You need to always remember the golden rule. And the golden rule is never trust a fart.